Hello, and welcome to another short box from Warhammer 40k's Grim History from Beyond. I'm Zekthar, and for the next few weeks we'll be talking about the Unification Wars. Now the Unification Wars were a series of military campaigns run by the Emperor to slowly take over Terra, before he began his long campaign of conquering the galaxy and uniting all humanity under his rule. Since next month, Euxin and I will be going over the Horus Heresy. I figured a little background this month would be a good idea. I hope you enjoy the next few weeks on this subject. <clears throat> now, before we can cover the Unification Wars, we have to set the stage as to why they even took place. And to do that, we have to go back to the 25th millennium, at the end of the Age of Technology. Now, for the last 10,000 years, humanity grew in abundance in both population as well as technology. It was a time of much wealth and knowledge, known as the Age of Technology. Now, the Age of Technology saw the development of the specialized psychic mutants known as navigators, and the earliest use of the warp for interstellar space travel and astropathic communications by human beings. The greatest extent of human interstellar space exploration and colonization across the galaxy took place during this period, after the development of the warp drive that allowed faster-than-light space travel. Other notable developments included the first appearance of the Standard Template Construct, also known as an STC, database system, and the constructs remembered in legend as the Men of Iron, powerful, self-aware robots and artificial general intelligences. The STC systems, once ubiquitous across human space, lapsed into disuse, or the knowledge they contained was fragmented or lost outright. The Adeptus Mechanicus of the 41st millennium have made finding a complete, untainted STC system their ultimate goal, and are willing to go to any lengths to find even the smallest fragment or lost archaeotech contained within the STC database. Now, during this time, humanity had reached its technological peak. The STCs had been perfected by human scientists and engineers to allow rapid colonization of new worlds using the standardized designs for a common suite of advanced technologies held within. Its invention was followed by the unprecedented expansion of humanity throughout the galaxy. Now, one of the reasons humanity was so successful at conquering a large part of the galaxy during the age of technology was the development of the artificial intelligence and self-aware humanoid constructs known in the ancient texts as the Men of Iron. These powerful and fully autonomous labor and combat robots won many wars for humanity, but for some reason turned against their organic masters at the end of the age of technology. During this ancient conflict, remembered only as the cybernetic revolt, both sides unleashed fearsome weapons of advanced technology. This included the mechnivores, massive thinking machines capable of lifting entire continents and ripping open chasms of planetary surfaces that extended down to the world's core. The mechanivores could even absorb space-time itself as a form of data. Among other terrible weapons of mass destruction unleashed at this time were the serpentine machines called sun snuffers that uncoiled into great structures in a void larger than the rings of Saturn and were designed to devour the stars themselves. And perhaps the most common and dangerous of the weapons of this terrible war were the omniphages, swarms of intelligent microscopic nanomachines that could consume everything across the surface of a world in only solar hours. The cybernetic revolt was eventually won by an alliance of galactic powers, some of whom may not have even been human, but at a terrible cost. The damage to interstellar human society was catastrophic and shattered much of humanity's hard-won economic strength and political unity, and laid the foundations for the later collapse caused by the onset 
of the Age of Strife. This is where matters of the universe take control out of the hands of humanity. Because around this time, the Eldari Collapse happened, and Slanesh was born out of the Eye of Terror. With humanity widely dispersed across the galaxy during the Age of Technology, they began to suffer from massive warp storms, making warp travel and astral telepathic communications impossible. This cut off many human colony worlds from one another, including those of the Sol system. Towards the end of the Age of Technology, psychers first appeared amongst humanity. While persecuted by many backwards, regressive human worlds as witches, in enlightened and progressive societies, these psychers were at first protected and accepted. Unfortunately, the intolerance shown towards psychers would later seem present, as many human worlds ultimately fell during the Age of Strife to the dominance of demons and other warp entities using possessed human psychers as a gateway into the Materium. Only those worlds which had rigorously suppressed psychers ultimately survive relatively unscathed. This is the beginning of the Age of Strife. As human civilization collapsed in widespread insanity, demonic possession, anarchy, and interstellar civil war, terrible weapons of the Golden Age of Technology were unleashed, devastating many human colonies and turning once verdant worlds such as Baal and its twin moons into eradicated desert planets. Once isolated and vulnerable, human-colonized worlds also became prey to hostile alien species, such as the orcs. In a relatively short span of time, the once galaxy-spanning human civilization was brought to its knees, and was forced to endure nearly five Terran millennia of anarchy, terror, tyranny, war, genocide, and slavery. Other than tales of great suffering, little information has survived this dark time to be known to the men and women of the Imperium. While humanity began to falter throughout the universe, it wasn't much better on Earth. The old Earth, increasingly called Terra by its people, and the rest of the settled worlds of the Sol system were surrounded by terrible warp storms at the start of the Age of Strife, isolating the human homeworld for several thousand standard years from the rest of the galaxy. Control of the Sol system shifted constantly between the worlds of Terra and Mars during the first half of the Age of Strife. By the 28th millennium, Almost all traces of advanced technical civilization on Terra were gone. Instead, techno-barbarians battled one another over scraps of the ancient human interstellar society that remained on the world. Little information still exists about this dark time. But it is known that brutal tyrants such as Kelligan of Ursh, Cardinal Tang of the Indonesic bloc, and the half-mad, half-genius Narthen Doom of the Pan-Pacific Empire ruled during this era. Other known Terran nations of this time included the Earls, a center of industry, Germani, Gyptus, Merica, Afric, the Tarawat clan, and Alba. Another ethnicity mentioned in fragmented records from this time are the Nordic people. Mars, on the other hand, underwent a very different transformation. After a brief period of anarchy at the end of the Age of Technology, they saw the destruction of the Red Planet's once pristine terraformed ecosystem. The tech priests of the ancient Mechanicum emerged victorious over the Psyker mutants and rampaging artificial general intelligences, or Silica Animuses, that had claimed the surface of Mars. They slowly unified their homeworld beneath their theocratic rule in service to the belief of the cult Mechanicus of the Machine God, the Omnissiah. The tech priests then visited Terra, but were appalled by the destruction and anarchy that ruled there, and saw nothing worth saving. Instead, the Martians studied the warp, and after many lifetimes, learned to detect lulls in their raging warp storms. 
At the same time, the immense robotic fighting machines, known as Titans, were created to defend the Red Planet. For over a thousand standard years, the cult Mechanicus watched and waited. Whenever a break in the warp storms occurred, an expedition was sent, complete with a full Titan legion and thousands of servitors and tech priests. Some of these expeditions were lost in the warp or died on a faraway world. Others succeeded in establishing forge worlds, industrial replicas of Mars, and a theocratic society of the Mechanicum. Broken astropathic messages were transmitted to Mars. But it was not until the time of the Great Crusade that the Forge Worlds and Mars would be reunited. Now, getting back to old Earth, nothing remained of the once prosperous world of reason and justice. Instead, it had been replaced by savagery and horror. Techno-barbarian warlords and their warrior hordes continuously fought over the planet, which had become little more than a massive battleground for their wars of attrition. They made use of chemical, biological, and even thermonuclear weapons of mass destruction and slowly transformed the cradle of mankind into a battered, post-apocalyptic wasteland across most of its scarred surface. Long before it left parlous and polluted, generations of war made the planet a wasteland punctuated by fortified holdfasts built amid the wreckage of lost civilizations, and its inhabitants a mass of degenerate, feral nomads. Insane prophets, cyber-augmented butcher kings, vivisector warlords, and religious demagogues led the warring tribes of Old Earth, and the world was racked by never-ending conflict as one tyrant displaced another. Petty empires rose and disintegrated. Tribes formed, were destroyed and reformed as diminishing, brutalized shadows of lost glories and forgotten triumphs. Uncounted billions died, unknown and unremembered, while whispered names such as the Unspeakable King and the Seven Neverborn left legends to terrify generations to come. Anarchy and bloodshed was lord over all. Corn was very happy. And it was against this backdrop of oppression, violence, and casual brutality that the Emperor of Mankind first revealed himself to the people of Terra, beginning in the 29th millennium, as a warlord more powerful than any other. In secret, he had been planning this moment in history for a millennia. Ever since the Age of Strife had fractured what remained of the ancient human federation, which had once stretched across the galaxy. With his massive army of genetically enhanced warriors, who comprised the first units of the Imperial Army and would serve as the prototype for the later development of the Space Marines, the Emperor began his conquest of Terra with the intent to reunite the warring techno-barbarian nations into a unified planetary government. But the Emperor's true power lay in his rationality, his foresight, and his mastery of science was as unequaled as his might as a warrior, although few suspected the true range of his powers and abilities. The emperor conquered great swaths of old earth, and those that would not join him, he destroyed. But his was a conquest not merely born of blood and ambition. He had a higher column, where his dominion reigned, the idols of fear and blind faith were cast down, and order and rationality were raised up in their place. He intended to use the unified terror, as a springboard from which to begin his reconquest of the galaxy under the aegis of an imperium of man dedicated to the imperial truth of progress and reason. But we would not do this alone. Join us next week as we discuss the Emperor's most famous pre-Great Crusade era soldiers, the Thunder Warriors. Not only this, but we will go into great detail of their shortcomings, the Emperor's betrayal of them, and the most famous of their ranks, Eric Tyrannus. If you enjoy this Vox, please like, follow, subscribe, and comment. 
Also, feel free to check out our new shop where you can get some merchandise from the channel. Well, that be it. And as always, <clears throat> until next time, this is Zekthar, signing off.